Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket can yesterday, because I guess it's November, my kids started making Christmas lists. I'm not kidding for themselves. And I started to think about Christmas presents I'm going to give people. Maybe you're doing the same thing. Now, my family, we're book givers. We give books. We give um, gift certificates to bookstores. And so if you're trying to figure out, because dudes are hard to shop for. Dads, brothers, friends. They are. If you're listening to the show and I'm your, 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 your son or your brother, this certainly applies. And uh, here's what I got for you. Great book. I know it's early. Get on that gift train. Mike Florio is the author of Playmakers, How the NFL Really Works and Doesn't. It's available in hardcover, how I prefer it, ebook and audiobook. Amazing gift. And um, if you're starting to put together those lists like I am, I got my notes on my on my iPhone where I just put stuff so I don't forget. Again, playmakers, how the NFL really works and doesn't. Really good gift for dudes who are, for the most part, hard to shop for. Speaking of Mike Florio, he joins us right now on the show, the man behind Pro Football Talk. Good morning, Mike. What a weekend in football, dude. Well, that was awesome. I need to give you a percentage. That was good. I'll, ta- I'll take it. Hey, hey, you know, I'm not kidding. I we my wife, because she's smarter than me makes us give away books. So every year, it's just a list of books. It's on the list. I'm doing it. My brother doesn't listen to my radio show because he's a bad brother. He's getting one. My mom and dad do listen. Mom and dad, I want one too. Um, all right, Mr. Florio, let's let's start. There's a lot to get to, but I, I'd love to hear on the Packers, on Aaron Rodgers, obviously a very lackluster, not just game for Green Bay, but performance for Aaron Rodgers. Are you at a point from what you've seen to believe that this is actually who the Packers are going to be for the entirety of this season? Well, it's funny. I'm working on something right now, an analysis of a portion of his post-game press conference, and he was asked this question about halfway through. You've been pretty optimistic these last couple weeks, saying all it takes is one. Sounds like there's still a little bit of that left. But how do you, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful in saying this, how do you believe you guys can still turn it around after you just lost to that team? (laughs) Sorry, Lions. And Rodgers waited 13 seconds to respond. He gathered himself and he said, I've been counted out many times in my life as have many of my teammates. I hope we just can dig deep and find a way we will truly be underdogs for many games moving forward. This always drives me crazy, Bill. A team plays poorly. Those of us who get paid to point things out, point out that the team is playing poorly. And then they get indignant because we're counting them out. They're counting themselves out. We're just pointing out what's obvious. If they turn it around, great. And I think they could be very dangerous in the postseason if they get there. I think if they go in as the sixth seed versus as the one seed, they go in as the one seed, they're tight, they're nervous, there's too much pressure. You go in as the sixth seed, hey, that's how they won the Super Bowl in 2010. They were the sixth seed. They went on the road. 
to Philadelphia, to Atlanta, to Chicago, got to the Super Bowl and won it. So there's still hope. But, but don't, don't turn it around on those of us who are paid to say, this team stinks right now. Because they do. And it's all their fault. Can they turn it around? Yes. But they've dug this hole for themselves. And now they have to try to dig it out. They got two games, four days apart at home. Cowboys Sunday, Titans following Thursday. And if they have any chance at all, they're going to have to win at least one of those two games. Mike Florio, speaking of the Titans, and I, I love Mike Vrabel. I'm, I'm just a fan of what Vrabel does. Had a chance again, again, to beat the Chiefs. Again, the Chiefs found a way to win. Not a high-scoring affair. And I saw a lot of coverage today writing, or some, that the Titans are fool's gold. The Titans are, 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 are an illusion. What's your analysis of, of that team? Are, are they dangerous? Do, do you buy them as a as a really good football team going forward despite the loss last night on, on Sunday Night Football? I think they're very dangerous. I was going to say even if Derrick Henry is or isn't healthy, I mean, it doesn't matter. Last year he was injured week eight against the Colts, didn't play again the rest of the regular season, and up the number one seed. They had a record last year by far of total different guys who were on the 53-man roster. They had so many players injured. They had so many players come and go, and Mike Vrabel finds a way to hold it all together. They had no business coming close to winning that game last night. Malik Willis isn't ready yet. Mike Vrabel got him to play well enough to keep them alive. The defense played incredibly well. They took everything the Chiefs had to offer and still didn't buckle, didn't get blown out. The spread was 12.5 points, which made me think I was missing something. How does that spread between a pair of five and two teams get to 12.5 and and for once, I was right. It restored. Maybe, maybe it's part of the, the setup. Maybe once in a while, they let you think you're right so you can be wrong the rest of the time. But I didn't get that. I didn't know why the, the Titans had no faith in them at all. So I think they'll continue to be effective. They'll get Ryan Tannehill back. It's not like Malik Willis came in and took the job away from Tannehill the way Tannehill took it away from Marcus Mariota a few years ago. So I think they'll be fine. They'll get to the postseason. And maybe they're a team that will be more dangerous as a lower seed than as a higher seed. We've seen them three years ago go to Baltimore and derail the number one seed, and then they got derailed last year as the one seed. If they just get in, they'll be a team that can disrupt things. You know, this Bills Chief AFC championship game that we just assume is going to happen, there's going to be some teams that could keep that from occurring. The Titans, the Ravens are two that come to mind, and the Bengals could keep it from happening too. So I think the Titans are very much alive. And, and if anything, I know Bravel said after the game, there are no moral victories, and I agree with him. But you have to draw some positives out of the fact that they pushed the Chiefs to the limit. Mike Florio here on the show. Mike, last night's win for the Chiefs was one of three wins this year for Kansas City by, by less than a touchdown. And we know, and this has been true for the entirety of the time Mahomes has been there, that they get down sometimes. For whatever reason, they get down. They're often able to come back in those games. Are the Chiefs' ability to win, and that means the fact that they play a lot of close games, their ability to win close games, is that a benefit in your eye, or is the Chiefs doing something wrong and not putting teams away they should? Well, you know, th- this is similar to what's going on in Minnesota this year, and this is new for the Vikings, especially in recent years, to win close game after close game after close game after close game. But Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs, said something after last night's victory that, that I think sums up issues of character and culture and intangible things that never show up on a stat sheet, but but that have a lot to do with what holds a football team together, 
through adversity. It's very easy to get yourself in a mindset where you just accept tonight's not our night. Today's not our day. The Vikings down 10 yesterday in Washington. The Chiefs down. And just they're just sputtering. And, you know, we've seen guys with their demeanor. I always love the close-up shots, especially of quarterbacks during games. You can learn a lot from a guy's demeanor, the look on his face, how he's reacting. And the good teams, the best teams, never give up, never surrender, never say it's not our day, never say we'll get him next time. They just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing until they get a victory. That's baked into Patrick Mahomes, I think, of – him in Super Bowl 55 against the Buccaneers when he was trying to single-handedly will the Chiefs to a comeback. But that, that flows from the, the culture of the organization, top to bottom, that they never give up in those moments. So they end up winning some games that they otherwise wouldn't and shouldn't have won. Mike, on the other side of that equation is a Raiders team, and I don't even know how this is statistically doable this early in the season or halfway through the season, but they've blown, what, three 17-point leads is that a statistical anomaly? Does it speak to the other side of the coin of what you're talking about in the locker room, or is it a is it a coaching issue? Well, it could be all of the above. And I mean, there have been accounts of Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, going in to meet with Josh McDaniels for extended periods of time after some of these games. And somebody pointed out to me last week, because there's been so much scrutiny of Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett, first-year coach. If they had lost to the Jaguars last Sunday, would he have been fired? Will he make it through this year into next year? He wasn't hired by the people who currently own the team. McDaniels was hired by Mark Davis. But there's still this question, should he be on the hot seat right away? Will Mark Davis move on from Josh McDaniels after only one season? And, and who knows? I mean, there's been the argument, and I made it. Rich Passaccio should have gotten a chance, should have gotten a year to coach the Raiders after what he did in the midst of one of the most difficult set of circumstances last season with the the abrupt resignation of John Gruden and all the turmoil then, why not give him a chance to show what he can do? That didn't happen. And, and now who knows what Mark Davis does. So, you know, Josh, the NFL, and this is one of the chapters of Playmakers, so this is an organic pitch. I have, a, I have a, a, over 100 different chapters. They're all fairly digestible short essays. The Peter Principle, which was satire originally in the late 60s when the book was published, but it's, it's right on the money. The idea that we all rise to the level of our own incompetence. We keep getting promoted and promoted and promoted until we get into a job that we're not so good at. We get promoted to the next one. We just kind of, we just kind of exist in this job that we, we do well enough to not get fired, but not well enough to get promoted. Well, we see it in the NFL all the time. You have guys who are very good coordinators who aren't good head coaches, North Turner, Wade Phillips, and maybe Josh McDaniels falls into that category as well. Maybe he's better off as a coordinator and someone else can run the team. So we're getting another example of it in, in Las Vegas, and this is not a bad team, so it's got to be somebody, and maybe it is Josh McDaniels. Mike Florio, uh, forgive my earnestness in this question. I'm a long-suffering, angry, irrational Bears fan, and it's rare that I can ask someone of your stature a question about the Bears that has a legitimately positive angle. So I'm going to lean into it 100% on this Monday morning is one game from Justin Fields where he sets a record for rushing yards for a quarterback enough for people like me to reasonably think maybe there is a future that is extremely positive for this young quarterback? Yes, because the new regime seems to be 
accepting and embracing what Justin Fields is. I'm always worried when there's a new coach and a new GM, especially they come in and they tear everything down and they didn't really do much to help Justin Fields in the 2022 offseason. Did they really want Fields? Does the new coach, does the new GM really buy into this guy or would they have gone in a different direction? And are they just waiting for their opportunity to go in a different direction? We mentioned Josh McDaniels. That was his first order of business when he got the Broncos job. I'm running Jay Cutler out of town, and I'm dumping him on the Bears. Boy, it's funny how these things tie together sometimes. But if this coaching staff is going to get the most out of Justin Fields, we saw the shift two weeks ago tonight with the growth and increase of designed runs. We saw that record yesterday of 178 yards. He's throwing. He's, he's running. He's got Chase Claypool there. Uh, they got they got screwed, frankly, by the non-call of pass interference late in the game that would have set up at a minimum a game a tying field goal attempt. So I think there's reason for optimism, and you know I, I think the optimism really resides next year. The Packers are are dipping. Who knows where the Vikings are going to be? That division could be wide open, and it could be the Bears that get the opportunity to take it over when they have draft picks and cash to spend try to make the team better. Mike, last one for you. Um, yeah, the NFC already is, is so interesting, unusual, you know, different, I think, than a lot of us anticipated. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady win that game against the Rams, but neither of those teams, at least right now, look like world beaters, and the Vikings just keep winning football games. You noted even games where they're down and maybe shouldn't be down. Are the Vikings for you, especially in an NFC that, that doesn't seem to have a lot of elite teams, worthy of an elite designation as a legitimate elite team in the NFL? No, not yet. Not yet. We're going to find out a lot about the Vikings over the course of the next 17 days. At Buffalo, at home against the Cowboys, short week Thanksgiving night at home against the Patriots. The good news for the Vikings is after this Buffalo game, they have five out of six games at home. They don't go outdoors again until week 17 at Green Bay. And Green Bay may be dead by then. Week 18 at the Bears, the Bears may be done by then. So the, the Vikings have a very favorable schedule from a location standpoint, but they got some tough games coming up. they got the Jets. they got the Giants. Again, the Patriots, Cowboys, and Bills. Now's the time for them to really prove it. This dynamic of finding ways to win games, they've been doing it against teams they should be beating anyway. Now we see if they can find a way to win games against teams that they shouldn't be beating. And it starts on Sunday in Buffalo against the Bills team. It's going to be a little salty after falling down against the Jets on Sunday. He is our friend Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. And again, I I know it seems like it's a ways away. Shop early. I'm, I'm giving you good advice, listener. Playmakers, how the NFL really works and doesn't. It's a book by Mike, a bottle of bourbon, your dad, your brother, your buddy, you will be golden. Uh, Mr. Florio, as always, bud, I appreciate you. I know it's a busy day. Thanks on, a, on an NFL Monday for, for coming on. Thanks, Bob. Good talking to you. You too, dude. Mike Florio on the show. I'm serious. I think, why are dudes hard to shop for? The other thing is, I used to make fun of my dad because what he wanted was boxers and uh, socks, maybe a shirt, and I'm just like, bring me those socks. Told that to my kids the other day, and they looked at me with the same love but sort of judgment I used to look at my own father. Yeah, is it weird that I kind of, uh, the other day I asked my wife, like, uh, hey, I could really use some new undershirts, you know, for the, you know, under the dress shirt. Like, that's something that I actually need. I don't like undershirts under the dress shirt. You undershirt under the dress shirt. Yes, every time. Because of the sweating? Is that yes. is that kind of? Yes. 
you don't want the the pits to be yes. It is a see. I wear a sports coat, so it's kind of hard to right. I, the problem becomes then you have you have this nice shirt, but then you've got the little collar, weird t shirt collar. It does come into play sometimes. Not every single time. Some shirts, the way they're buttoned up, you can hide it. But yes, I agree with you. It does come into play where you got that little bit of the undershirt showing. We should start a company that makes undershirts. You can't. Where you? I know they have V-necks, but then it gets all crinkled. The pull. You got to like have the right. I don't know what the design would be like, but I'm with you. Let's jot that down. Let's not forget this one. Write that down. Undershirts. You could also just put deodorant on. You could just double up the, the, the deodorant. Antiperspirant. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I'm just <laughs> It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of undershirts. It was the age without them. You love it. Let's, uh, let's do How's buy or sell today? Extravagant. Uh, buy or sell is the undershirt of this show. It protects us from mistakes <laughs> we might make, and it's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you listening and hanging out. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood NFL broadcast stream live for free, Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open a Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Do you want to get in the buy or sell zone together, DC? You want to do some buy or sell? Oh, you know it. Let's go. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I have a question for Bogish. Buy. Buy. I like that. Lean into it. Um, 
Diesel and I have different approaches to to Everything? shirts. Oh, okay, and yeah. Life. Yeah. He and I'm not. Uh, uh, this is a reasonable approach. I just don't do it. He is a undershirt guy with his like fancy collared shirts. I'm not an undershirt guy. Buy or sell undershirts when you wear the fancy collared button-down shirts. Wow, this is a very new sell for me. Sell. We've tiptoed into some some dangerous waters for me here. Some personal waters. Okay. I don't want to take any steam away from buy or sell. But the underarm sweat is an issue for me to combat. D-cell nauseas, if he notices. Um, so one of the fan, and I've tried different deodorants, ones you put on at night, like ones that say this is medicine, be careful. Like a lot of lot of things. Take, going no undershirt seems to help my issue because the undershirts were like trapping the sweat and then yep. making my outer shirt sweaty too. So I've recently made the switch away from undershirts. I prefer, I just think the look is better and I'm hot. When I'm in, now, when I lived in New York City, I would often go undershirt unbuttoned, and then when I got to the office, I would take off the undershirt. Okay. So the, the train, all that, was just on the undershirt. I just, it doesn't, it, by the way, I think it looks bad. I think the collar poking out from the fancy shirt kind of looks, it's like a mullet up front. I don't, you know, the, the, I the part you. is in the front. Yeah. My brother goes talcum powder, by the way. Or some 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 such thing on his armpits. Well, I think so, but I think a small amount. So I've actually graduated with incomplete success so far to this <laughs> process. This like three step thing. I've got a okay. nighttime like gel that you rub underneath it before bedtime. Oh, it's a lot of sweating. Going then on. a special wash in the morning, and okay. then the deodorant, then the antiperspirant. See, I sweat when I do activity. If I play table tennis, I'm drenched in sweat. I, when I play tennis, I wear a headband and I wear wristbands. And people think I'm trying to look like McEnroe because I, I have a lot of hair. Yeah. And they think it's a style thing. And then occasionally I'll just take off my headband and my sweat. And then the, the sweat will pour into my glasses and pour into my rat. I'm like, okay, that's gross. Please stop. So I feel you. It's For me, it's more an activity. But, but I sweat when I do TV or radio. I'm, so right. I sweat. But, like, I don't, I don't sweat. This is, like, I'd say 85% of my sweat leaves through my armpits. That's my problem. See me, it comes out every. It's like the yeah. forehead, the wrist. I think my ankles sweat. I mean, it's just. I this is disgusting. Yeah, um, Diesel loves this conversation. Loves it. Six months a year because LA's warm a lot. I will come home from playing tennis, and my you I could I could wring my clothes out. I mean, there I it's just it's a lot of activity. So I'm not judging you, Diesel. You how you doing, buddy? You good? Uh, making faces. What do you guys say we get to an NFL team that's really sweating? Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, yes. by the transition. I'm listening. Bye. Yesterday, the Raiders jumped out to a 17-0 lead on the Jaguars. And for the third time this season, Las Vegas wound up losing a game in which they held at least a 17-point lead at one point. Jacksonville wound up winning yesterday 27-20. You can hear how befuddled wide receiver Devontae Adams was about the loss after the game yesterday. We just basically fell apart. I don't even know how to even characterize it, but it's it's frustrating because it's, I mean, ain't no way we should be losing games, you know, at the rate that we are, let alone the way that we are. 
um, you know, and I and I got to make a you know over the middle I, at the end I got to make a, a play on that ball. But it's just a you know it's everybody. It's just you know I got to do my job. You know, guys, you know, front got to do their job. Quarterbacks got to do his job. Running backs got to pick up and, and make plays when it comes down to it. And you got to do it when it really matters. And we didn't do that. Buy or sell that the two and six Raiders are the most disappointing team in the NFL. Ooh. Are they more disappointing than Devontae's old team, the Packers? Yeah, I mean, I think the Rams and the Bucks have been pretty disappointing despite the Bucks winning yesterday. I think the Chargers have been disappointing. I'll sell because I never thought the Raiders were going to top that division. So. I they'd be on the bottom. Didn't think they'd be this embarrassing. Bogish, who's your most embarrassing team? Well, or, no, I'm sorry, most disappointing team, excuse me. First of all, let me just say that that question made me sweat. That was one of Diesel's best buy or sells of recent memory. Excellent. I would probably say the Packers are a slightly bigger disappointment because I thought they had a higher ceiling than the Raiders. I thought Vegas was a playoff team. The possibility of maybe four, the entire AFC West making the postseason, and they certainly are not getting in. All right, Geno Smith and the Seattle. Do you want to give us? Do you want to give us one? I don't want you to feel excluded. Oh no, I I, I think it's the Raiders. Actually, I think you know, regardless whether they were a playoff team, whatever their record said at the end of the season, the way they're losing games right now, to me, they are the most disappointing. Bogus buy or sell. This just hit me that every question D Cell asks is actually a statement that he expects. You get a lot of my true feelings in buy or sell. Absolutely, another thing that I can't hide. Yeah, these are not subjective questions. Bye. I mean, objective questions. In the open, it does not say anything about objective questions. You get a lot of my personal feelings in buy or sell. So this segment could be called, please agree with me instead of buy or sell. (laughs) You know, I I thought that was a little much. Right. Um, I had the imaging department, you know, kind of scale it back a little bit. So uh, maybe next time, maybe if we redo it. Our entire working relationship could be called... Please agree with me. (laughs) Well, let's see if you agree with me on this next one. Geno Smith and the Seahawks just keep winning games. Seattle beat Arizona yesterday 31-21. Smith threw for 263 yards and two touchdowns. While on the flip side, the Cardinals have now lost four of their last five games. Buy or sell the Cardinals' struggles are a bigger story than the Seahawks having success this season. That's a great question. I'm going to sell. Sell. I think the Seahawks are an incredible story, a bigger story, a more surprising story. I think for people paying attention, this is who Arizona was other than that very red-hot start last year. Did you say the flip side? On the flip side? On the flip side. I will catch you on the flip side. What is that? See, catch you on the flip side is what throws me off. Is that a heads and tails kind of thing? Focus, uh, you think? I'm going to say no. So that means it probably is. I'll turn my mic on on the flip side. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it just we're, we're doing the origin game again. It just means I'm just curious. Yeah, it just means like the opposite. And here's for the opposite. Uh, for the record, we're never not doing the yep. origin game. True. You. That reminds me of something my wife does that annoys me. I, I think she's listening. If any of us, but especially me, say to my wife, "Hey, isn't your turn to do the dishes? Or what are we having for dinner? Or did you pick up the cream?" or where's Henry or anything, she will say, I'll be like, hey, Lori, and ask my question. She'll say every time, who, me? Who, what other Lori am I talking to in our kitchen? 
Hey, babe, um, you were definitely going to be the one to pick up coffee. Did, did you get the coffee? Who, me? No, no, the lorry behind you. I've, I've hidden her in the closet. What? I just, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I digress. Hey, Lori. I'm glad you got what, that off your chest. What's yeah. the who, me? What, who else would I be talking to? Well, maybe, maybe, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put words in her mouth here, but maybe she's offended by like, hey, look, you see that there's no coffee. I clearly forgot it. Why are you asking me? Or it could be anything. It could be any question she doesn't want to answer. <laughs> who, me? <laughs> Which means no. It's a good Which strategy. Always, I might try it. Yeah. I might try it. All right, according to... Yeah, but do you think it's going to work? You think your wife's going to be like, oh, no, no actually, on second thought, you're right. Uh, no, but every other strategy I've tried also does not work. Will you do who me with your wife for a week and report back as a sociological experiment? Absolutely. All right, starting today. Got it. I hope my wife is not listening. All right. Is she, is she off work today? Uh, no, but I believe lunch starts a little early for her at school, so it's possible. Unlikely, but it's possible. Okay. Hello, Mrs. Diesel. All right, according to Jay Glazer of Fox Sports, Commander's owner Dan Snyder is looking to sell the franchise for $7 billion, that's billion with the B, and have it all done in the next six months, having it finalized before the NFL, NFL's owner meetings in March. Buy or sell, the sale of the Commanders will be a smooth process. I mean, I'll buy. I, I think everybody's motivated. Buy. Done. I'll also buy that $7 billion could happen because there are many times where... What are you laughing at, Bogus? I've been, I, you've had a smirk on since I asked this question. What are you laughing at? Easy. It's not about you. It's just funny. Like, when you said it, like... I know it's going to be close to $7 billion. I saw six, and then the value was like $4.8 billion. So it just it feels like a lot. I was thinking this is a way to not sell is to ask for a ridiculous amount that no one can meet and then go, oh, I tried. So then I thought of Dr. Evil with his little pinky going, one billion. Like it was the most ridiculous number ever. So that's why I was laughing. And nothing to do with you or your question. Um, buy or sell? This is for me. I'm asking myself a question. D cell is extremely oversensitive with bogus. Oh, I'll buy that. Yeah. Buy. Yes, you. <laughs> you did. You were like, yeah. But it's what are you laughing at? That's definitely. That's definitely how. Why I would felt your dad? Can you guys name this? This is a deep cut. Can you name this? Why would your buddy? Why would your dad? <laughs> no. Horrible bosses too, where they're arguing two. what to call what to call the shower buddy. <laughs> why would your buddy? Why would your buddy be in the shower? Why would your dad? Because they would argue between shower buddy and shower daddy. Uh, I love those movies. <laughs> They're so funny. The idea of Jennifer Aniston being a, a super sexual dentist is—I mean—is <gasps> one of the greatest creations of all time. She was a super sexual. <laughs> she man. was. Which is a throwback to last week. Yeah. Diesel mishearing me say super sexual. She's the original super sexual. Yeah. It's an honest mistake. It could have happened to anybody. No, not you guys. Wouldn't have happened to you. Who, me? What? <laughs> you talking to me? All right. Now, speaking of the commanders, because we referenced the commanders in the last question. they host- it doesn't work now. It was seven minutes ago. <laughs> well, I already, Let ha- the transition I already go. have it written, so I have to go with it. They I read ho- what's on the screen. They hosted their former quarterback yesterday, one of your favorites, Bill, Kirk Kissin Cousins. Minnesota rallied in the fourth quarter for the 20-17 win. The Vikings scored 13 of their 20 points in that fourth quarter. 
Buy or sell that the Vikings are as good as their 7-1 and one record says they are. I'm actually conflicted here. I'm going to sell. I, I Sell. By as good, you mean performance will translate to the playoffs. I think they're going to – I'll just – here's my – I'm going to I'm gonna bet on the, whoever they – it doesn't matter who it is. Whoever the Vikings play in their first postseason game, I'm going to bet on the other team on the money line. It, do, it doesn't matter who it is. I'm betting on the other team. To straight beat them in the playoffs. Yes, straight money line bet. Wow, that's a lot of disrespect. It is. And it's all directed at Kirk Cousins. But I'll say this. His dance, I've seen him dance twice now. I saw him dance at Imagine Dragons at the Super Bowl. While Klug did the same thing. They've both been drinking, I think. Certainly Klug had been. And I saw him dance with his shirt off on the on the videos that were posted. And it was the same move both times. This. <laughs> you all right there? Diesel? Uh, I am all right here. I have a bit of breaking news. Breaking news. Ooh. Can I guess? Who, me? Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Wright has been fired. Really? This according to Adam Schefter of ESPN. Buy or sell that more than 50% of his firing could be traced to his bet on Carson Wentz. Yeah, and Matt Ryan. Yeah, I'll buy. Yeah, buy. Now there's no hiding it now, right? The full tank is on. You've benched Matt Ryan. You've fired your head coach. The tank is on. Yes, yes. I mean, the season is over, so the tank should be on. What was this weekend? Loss to the Patriots? Yeah, and they had 121 yards and went over on third down. Yeah. All right, the baseball season came to an end on Saturday night as the Astros finished off the Phillies in six games to win their second World Series in six years. Houston slugger Jordan Alvarez hit a massive three-run homer in the sixth inning to give the Astros the lead, while rookie shortstop Jeremy Pena went on to win MVP. He had 10 hits in the series. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell the Houston Astros are now a dynasty. I knew you were going to ask this to sell. Incorrect. Sell. No way. In part, because I'm going to do them a favor, I'm going to separate this team from the team that cheated. That means I can give this team some credit but that takes away any dynastic talk. Buy or sell, the best part of the Astros winning is Dusty Baker getting a ring. Buy. Very happy for Dusty. Even more so, I was rooting more for Dusty to win a World Series than I was Tom Brady to finally win a game this season. I... I gotta tell you, I'm too more hard so, on baseball. More so, too, because now he cements himself as a Hall of Famer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. I love for Dusty Baker... The Astros winning is one of the worst, I think, outcomes that could have happened for Major League Baseball. That's my that's my hot take of the day. The end. Who, me? Left a bad taste in your mouth, huh? It did. Thought I could be over it. Thought I could be through it. That's a rough way to end the, you know, the Major League Baseball season. Yeah. Bogus, do you want to ride for the Astros? I just can't. I just, ugh. Yeah, you know what? I've been thinking about this for weeks now, and now two days almost since they won. I... I just still don't know the right way to describe it. They, they're not forgiven. It's not forgotten. Like, part of me is frustrated that they put themselves in this scenario because they didn't need to cheat, in theory, and 100%. they could be sitting here with no questions asked about a dynasty right. because of all the World Series, and now they got that second title that kind of 
solidifies the whole operation. Um, it's it's weird. Like I did I did find myself like happy that they won, but I don't know how much of that also was that the Phillies didn't win because I didn't want the Phillies to win. But I've also always liked this Astro team, even as cheaters. Like they're just to me, they've always been entertaining and fun to watch. So I've been very conflicted by them. Let me ask you a question. So, soccer. Um, the MLS Cup happened this weekend, and LAFC beat Philly's team in very dramatic fashion. Best game of the weekend of any sport. It, it was outstanding. Don't I'm sourpuss you with your don't, face. D- so Watch the highlights first. Come on. Yeah, you do have a lot of opinions of stuff you don't know anything about. I didn't say it wasn't a good game. The best game of the weekend? It was so, the best game in MLS history. That's so not saying a whole lot. Philly lost that game. They lost the World Series over the weekend. They have an undefeated Eagles team that could certainly not win the Super Bowl and be disappointing. But the, the 76ers were supposed to be one of the contenders. The Nets are a mess. Boston fired their coach. And, and yet Philly doesn't look great. James Harden's already hurt and Doc Rivers still the coach. Buy or sell, this could literally be one of the most disappointing stretches in Philly sports history. One can only hope. <laughs> Bye. Can you cut that and send it to Spike, our boss, who's from Philly? <laughs> Normally, I don't like doing things uh, you know, outside of the Extra show. Work, I, will, yeah. I will definitely do that one the what? second the show is over. Is that a Mets thing, or is that a, the city of Philadelphia thing because you're from New York? Um, I mean, it's, it's a New York-Philadelphia thing, but then it gets amplified by Mets Phillies, Rangers Flyers, Giants Eagles. Take your pick. Blue shirts! Blue shirts. I, I, you know what? I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on for that part of it. Take that Philly blue shirt. Yeah. All right. I'm wearing a blue shirt, but it's in SS Brooklyn. Does that count? 855-2124-CBS. If you want to give us a call, let's talk Monday Night Football after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Mr. Andrew Bogish. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Writer than you, here on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for listening. Kyrie Irving, by the way, has a roadmap from the Brooklyn Nets, what they require of him, reportedly, for him to return 
It includes several things. It requires sensitivity training around anti-Semitism. It requires a donation. That is the one that was rebuked by the ADL. It, it also requires, and it's the thing that I called for, Tom, not that they're listening to me, but I my first thought was, and I said on the radio, and I think I said on CBS Sports HQ, I know I said here on the show, I need an apology that's an apology to the media, not because the media are, aren't deserving, because that's the space where someone like Kyrie Irving will be asked difficult questions and you'll be able to assess whether he means it or not. And they're going to require a specific apology and a consistent level of reasonable responses in his interactions with the media. And to those people saying that this is against his First Amendment rights, it's just you have a misunderstanding of what that the First Amendment means. You have a right to say anything, but your employer doesn't have to employ you based on what you say. I have the right, even though it would be morally reprehensible and wrong, to spew anti-Semitic or racist or misogynistic things. I, I can say those things. That does not protect me from, from losing my job here, and I, I shouldn't have a job if that's my worldview and, and those are the things that I share. And Kyrie's going to be given more of an opportunity than most people because he can play hoops. The thing is, Diesel, I asked um, a few GMs if they thought he'd be around, if he'd play again. And the answer from most of them was like, probably. I saw the Athletic got a hold of a GM who said, maybe never, which is, you know, they're in the same range. It's up to him. I, I We don't know. I do think it's reasonable. He's just going to be refused to apologize. I think it's, from everything we know about him, he, he he holds himself in his views, including the flat earthism and all this stuff that doesn't matter, anti-Semitism does, in really high regard. And it's not like he can apologize once and then never speak to it. He's going to be asked about this a lot. Do you think he will play again in the NBA this season? I got this overwhelming feeling of no. Yeah. It's in the realm of possibilities. It It, it, it really is. I also, and I don't know. When I say I don't know, I mean I don't know. This isn't coded language. I don't know. I don't know how much he loves the game. It's okay. Not everybody does love what they do for a living. And the idea, oh, it's a fairy tale. Everything becomes a job, and Kyrie Irving has life-changing money. He doesn't need to work. And he's walked away from the game before. And I'm not talking the COVID saga. Obviously, that kept him away. Remember, he took some time off before, just before COVID hit in January. Just took, maybe, he doesn't, maybe he doesn't love the game a ton. And isn't willing to... I mean, look, he clearly should apologize. He clearly should apologize and mean it. But what we should do, unfortunately, with a lot of people, is not the same thing as what we do. Uh, Ravens tonight at the Saints. I think that game's in New Orleans. And, and to me, Diesel, this is just... The Ravens are the better team. I just don't know if they're excellent, right? Almost elite, or they're just good. And this is an opportunity. It's not easy. Go on the road, Monday Night Football... Against a Saints team that's fine, it's they're 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 okay is probably the right term, and try and put on a show and dominate, and underscore what Baltimore's about. I don't buy the Ravens, but that's more of a more a lack of certainty than it is being sure that they're not great. It's funny that you just mentioned that that you don't buy the Ravens because I don't think you're alone. Vegas, Baltimore, what I'm seeing anyway, one and a half point favorite. I, I would have thought it would have been more than that. So Vegas knows something. They're trying to get you to bet Baltimore, which means you probably should bet New Orleans. And by probably, you should. I'm still kicking myself for not having bet Thursday Night Football last week. Always, always bet the home dog if it's substantial. I'm an idiot. 
Should have bet on Houston. Was it 12 and a half? They barely covered, by the way. But yeah, they covered. 12 and a half, yep. They covered. They won exactly by, or they lost exactly by 12. But it's a victory from those of us that could have bet on it. And the Frank Reich news is interesting. The, uh, the Coles member are 3-5-1. and one. That is a record that is in the li- in line with where the Rams are, where, despite the win last night, Tampa Bay is, where, where the Packers are. That, that kind of range, that sub-500 range, disappointing, but, but not 1-7. Man, it's amazing how that organization, and I'm not blaming the guy per se, but think how different everything is if Andrew Luck doesn't retire. Everything that's happened. We'll try Phillip Rivers. Uh, that didn't work. We're going to try Carson. Went, uh, don't worry, we've got Matt Ryan. Uh, it's hurting my throat doing that, by the way. I mean, it's it's all the product. They, had, they did the hardest thing there was to do in the sport. They had acquired a generationally talented quarterback. And then he, at a time when guys played to their 45, Tom Brady, their late 30s, Aaron Rodgers, despite flirting with the idea of retirement. When guys like Alex Smith play after they long after they shouldn't physically, where there's real danger with that broken leg and that horrific injury and that attempted to come back. And I'm not mad at the guy. Do your life. But how do you see that coming if you're the Colts? How do you plan for that? And here we are. Several years later, several quarterbacks later, Frank Reich is gone. And, and the Colts, had they had a window. They had a roster. And that window's closed. It's, re, it's rebuild time. What a bummer for Andy. All right, I'm off tomorrow. I'm traveling. Andrew Bogus filling in. You guys, be, you play nice, Diesel. Boo! Oh, my God. There you go. A little preview of tomorrow's show. Thank you to Bogus. Thank you to Pretty Daddy. Thank you to Mike Florio. I'm Bill Ryder. Appreciate you. And the guys will see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.